This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Warning, the Savage Nation contains adult language, adult content, psychological nudity. Listener discretion is advised. Now, here he is, winner of the National Radio Hall of Fame Award, Michael Savage. It's the Savage Nation, Lou Pate sitting in for Dr. Savage. And before we get to the news at hand and your calls, ladies and gentlemen, we have a very special guest, the final guest of the year for the Savage Nation, and it is a big one and a special one who needs no introduction. Ladies and gentlemen, I bring you our very special guest. Michael, Michael Savage. Savage, there he is. What, what an introduction, Lou. Thank you for the great job you've been doing, and welcome, Savage Nation loyalists who are still listening to the program, to the very able fill-in, Lou Pate. So here I am, not far from the center of the universe. Uh, I came down here for a number of reasons, one of which was to get a long-needed vacation, but also to, um, well, get within the orbit of the president. Now, when I say that, it's because I did not know specifically where I stood before coming here. I, you know, something you got to know about me is it's pretty much what you hear is what you get. It's why the president uh, learned to trust me, let us say, during the election. In other words, I'm a straight shooter. He knows that. So to make a long story short, as you know, my dear audience, over the last few months, I have not had access to the administration. There was a dead silence, and I had no idea why. And so, as I say, um, a friend of mine invited me down to a dinner Christmas Eve at Mar-a-Lago. I had some trepidation to go to the dinner because I did not know if the president would usher me over to see him uh, during the dinner. Uh, there was no guarantee. And I would have, truthfully, uh, not been surprised if he had not been interested in seeing me. But to my complete surprise... And very much so. The minute he saw me in that big ballroom, and it wasn't the first second, I mean, a lot of people there, he waved me over. He had the guards lift up the velvet rope. He said, sit down here, Michael. And that was the beginning of the uh, understanding that I have that the President of the United States never forgets his friends and that it was not the President of the United States who was blocking access to the President. And so, to be frank with you, I can't tell you everything that was discussed, nor would I in a private conversation. You, I have to respect privacy. But it was extremely cordial. I had a very good time. And um, a few minutes later, he invited my wife over, then another time my son over. Each time we had another conversation, it got more friendly, more friendly, more friendly. I'm just trying to recall all of it. And um, I, I don't really recall every detail of every minute. All I know is that I was impressed with the fact that I had misinterpreted the relationship that I had with the man who I think is saving America, not could, but is. And I told you toward the end of 20, whenever it was he was running, that we're not getting 100% of what he promised. We're not getting 50. If we got 30, we were lucky. Well, right now it's a little higher than 20. I got to tell you, 
And he's not alone. He is only the president. Yes, as powerful as he is, he is one man amongst many. There are other branches of government, as you well know, uh, impeding his revolution, including his own party, the Republican Party. And to this day, I do not know who was blocking access, but I do know the president said to me, when I said to him, Mr. President, I got to tell you, I was heartbroken when you did not invite me to a certain party because I am the best-selling author right now of God, Faith, and Reason. I belonged at that party around the holidays. And he said, who blocked you? I said, I don't know. So I didn't know who. But he said, who blocked you? I said, I don't really know. He said, well, whoever did it, they're never going to do it again. That's what he said to me. Well, okay, so that went, but I was thrilled. Now, you got to hear what happens next. That was Christmas Eve. Now, if that wasn't enough for a man, what, what more did I need? I got what I needed, which was knowledge about my relationship with this government and the most powerful man in the world. You know, it's very easy with any president, in this country especially, where we run our presidents down, whether it was Obama or Trump, we all tend to want to make believe they're they're ordinary people, and they are in many ways, but they're not ordinary people. They're extraordinary people once they become president. They may be ordinary people, but once they become president of the United States, they're extraordinary people, right? So it's easy to diminish the presidency, whether it was Obama or Bush, whoever it might have been, or Trump, and say, eh, he's not this, he's not that. You all think you're equal to him. Well, you're not. You're not equal to Obama. You're not equal to Trump in terms of their mind power. And I will tell you more about that when I get back next week. So if that wasn't enough for me, I said that was awesome, came home, drove back. I live you know, 20 miles away from Palm Beach. I don't live in Palm Beach. The security is beyond anything you've ever seen in your life. Drove home, got in bed, went to sleep. I don't remember the exact sequence, but the not the next morning, I think it was two days later, I was ready to go home and had canceled the flight at the last minute to California. I was going to go home on Wednesday, I think. I wanted to get back home to see Teddy, and I had had a good time. I kind of found out that all of the intrigue that I had suspected was going on was going on. I canceled the flight at the last minute to go home the following day. The phone rings at 8.58 in the morning, and it's a 202 number. I didn't know who it was. So I pick up my iPhone. I said, hello, who is this? He says, your friend Donald. I said, what? He said, I make all my own calls. He said, Michael, you're terrific. Would you and your lovely wife like to come to dinner tonight, a private dinner, and I can't mention with whom? I said, of course I would, Mr. President. It's my honor. Well, so I naturally I scrambled, you know, blah, blah, blah. Got everyone organized for that. Had me whip out the one suit I brought. and Thank God I had an extra shirt. <laughs> Again, back through the whole thing, the drive up the coast, the barriers, the Secret Service, the dogs, the, the mirrors. <laughs> and we're ushered in, sit down, table was, I don't know, two other couples, my family, President and Mrs. Trump. This time his son, Baron, was not at the table, lovely boy. And conversation ensued. Now, it was a private dinner, so I'm not going to disclose who was at the table. Uh, and, and what was discussed. But I will say what I said to the president, because it will come up for 2018 as one of the lead stories in this year on my show. I said, Mr. President, I said, the one area where I can help you most, that others in this business, some of whom are very good, cannot help you, is in the area of animal 
uh, wild wildlife and the earth. Because I, I had a dream the night before, folks. I had a dream as I laid down in bed. I said, thank you, God, for delivering me of this day. And I want to thank you, God. I'm going to offer what I can offer you, which is in 2018, try to do everything I can to protect the wildlife and the earth. I mean, you, you, look, if you're listening to this, maybe you think it's a bunch of BS. I'm just telling you what I had, this prayer and this dream. So I said to the president at the private dinner, you know, in the middle of everything else, and they were talking about every policy on the earth, more or less. A lot of fun, this and that, try the pet pie, this and I said, President Trump, I don't want you to forget one thing, and that is the Republicans are seen as brutal toward the environment and brutal toward wildlife. And I said, those are areas I've worked in all of my life, going back to 1972. And there's no one else in radio or in the media who can do what I can do for you in talking about these subjects and influencing policy in a way that makes sense. Whether he heard me or not, I do not know, but I didn't stop repeating the same story three, four, five times during the meal. And they were all heavy-duty businessmen. I'm talking about the biggest in the world was sitting there. I held my own in regard to my areas. But as the president got up to leave after a three-hour dinner, I went up to <laughs> being from the Bronx, and I said, by the way, Mr. President, one more thing, and this was three hours later, I can help you in the midterms and beyond in an area that I know a lot about that nobody else in the media can help you with, which is what the wildlife and the and the earth. He said to his wife, God, this guy is relentless. He doesn't stop. I said, of course I'm relentless. I'm like you, which I know this is why he likes me, because I am like him in that regard, is I don't give up. And I want to say to you that the president got it. The reason I know he got it is that soon after he left, I spoke to another individual in the administration who asked me a few questions, and I told him the very same topic. I said, this is an area you are vulnerable in. The Democrats are going to drive a truck through it. You're all blind to these issues. This is an area I have worked in since the 1960s. I've written about it. I wrote Plant a Tree in 1975. I won the National Science Writers Book Award, Children's Book Award in, I don't know, 1974. I said, I know these areas. I've worked in the South Pacific collecting and saving rainforests. They don't know anything about this background of mine. The long story is they got the message, and they all took home copies of God, Faith, and Reason. And I swear to God, the next morning I got another phone call. Actually, it was at the end of the day, and I'm going to let you go. I'm, uh, Lou, I hope I'm not taking up too much of your time. No, no, it's your show. Please, please, we're enjoying it. Uh, it's your show, and I didn't expect to be on today, but I'm leaving tomorrow. So yesterday, I am driving around sort of getting ready, you know, getting my head in gear to go home and this and that. And I have an argument with a guy on the road who cut me off just before I come into the gate of my house. I'm screaming in the car, you... Uh, you know, a guy cut me off. So I'm screaming. All of a sudden, my iPhone rings. My blood is up. Again, who is this? I yell into the phone. It's your friend Donald. I said, oh, my God. How are I'm in the middle of being mad at a driver, right? Can you imagine this? He said, Michael, I just want to tell you, you were wonderful. He said, you were at a table with stars. And he said, you were the biggest star. And he said, everyone loved you. Everyone loved you in that room. And he said to me, Michael, he said, you look great. You should live another 25 years. And that's the story as far as I can tell you right now. i got to tell you, what a man of my age, as young as I am at heart, as young as I am inside, when the President of the United States, whether you love him or hate him, says to you, you should live another 25 years, 
the the chi energy that comes through from that is remarkable. You can't define it. And I feel invigorated by it. I believe by the texts I have been receiving from upper echelon uh, advisors to the president after this on the issues that I am interested in, which is protecting the wildlife and protecting the earth in the years that I may have left on this earth. I believe that 2018 is going to be a banner year for, for these issues and for myself. And I have been invited to Washington to discuss them in, in the early part of January. Lou, Robert, Clint, everyone listening to the show, that's basically the story. It's as far as I can go right now. There's nothing more I can say. Lou, I'll throw it back to you right now. Well, I, I appreciate that's a that's a great story. We look for, forward next week for when it's continued. And uh, Dr. Savage, again, thank you for having me on, but also to your family, from my family, Happy New Year, and I hope it's a healthy and safe one, and more than 25 more coming your way. Uh, it'll be enough 25. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean that God. No, no, God likes to, he knows I like to tell jokes. So, guys, before I go, Robert, I'll give you an on-air statement. Can you grab this tape for me for Tuesday when I'm back on the air? And I may run it and then pick it up from here because there's more to say that will come back to me that I wrote down, okay? Lou, you're doing a great job. You're my favorite fill-in. Don't tell the others I said that. It's and, safe with uh, me. To all my listeners on the Savage Nation, thank you for being loyal to me in 2017. And I pray that God is good to all of us in 2018 and good to the earth and good to the animals. And thank you again, guys. No, and thank you. The man who never stops, ladies and gentlemen, Michael Savage. Thank you for coming on, Dr. Savage. You guys. All right, we'll take a quick break. We'll come back, and we'll take your phone calls. We'll get into the action, 855-400-SAVAGE. Remember, this is the home of God, faith, and reason. And be sure to pick up a copy of Dr. Savage's latest in a long number of New York Times number one bestsellers, God, Faith, and Reason. Don't let your holiday gift cards go to waste. Available in stores and on Amazon.com. You are listening to the one and only The Savage Nation. Savage. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-whim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days In, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. It's the Savage Nation. Lou Pate sitting in for Dr. Savage. 855-400-SAVAGE. 855-400-7282. God, faith, and reason. It is still the season. Be sure to pick up a copy of Dr. Savage's latest bestseller in stores and online. Do not let your holiday gift cards go to waste. Well, you heard it from the man himself, the man who, uh, while on vacation, posted columns on his Michael Savage website, a book signing, and... uh a very intriguing night with uh, President Trump, which he will elaborate on comes the new year, bright and early. Tuesday, early January, you hear the latest right here on the Savage Nation. Uh, pretty amazing stuff, huh? Hanging out with the president and private dinner with the president. I'm, gonna, I'm going up to Mar-a-Lago tonight. I'll take my motorcycle up there. Robert, do you have bail money for me? 
<laughs> As we steamroll towards the new year, a surprise today when President Trump gave an interview to, of all publications, the New York Times. I'm going to ask you, the members of the, the Savage Nation family, should he have done it? After all the New York Times has done to him for the last year and a half, especially the first year of his presidency, forget about the campaign, that's ancient history. Why go to them? Would you have gone to them? Do you think our president should have gone, of all places, to the New York Times? Or is it a good strategy? You keep your enemies closer, as the old line from The Godfather goes, friends close, enemies closer. Um, or is it a way, an olive branch? They'll never be kind to him. They'll never speak the truth. They'll always look for a way to spin even the most positive things. So why? I heard uh, after the interview broke, Everywhere on cable TV, it's like, he spoke of collusion 16 times. Do you think there's a problem? They were trying to spin it. Uh, they also spoke a lot about DACA and the direction that will go in, the building of the wall and all of President Trump's comments. We'll get to what he actually said in the interview, but more so, we're also going to be talking about Trump's biggest wins of 2017, and a little later on, we're going to be talking about a lot of things from Facebook rolling back the initiative to fight fake news, to the pardons of illegal immigrants facing port deportation, and we'll have a look back on the year that was, and speculate on the year that is to come in 2018. But first... Initially, I'm like, huh, why would President Trump go there? Was it a mistake or was it good strategy? I'll hear your thoughts when we come back, and I'll let you know my thoughts on it as well. 855-400-SAVAGE. Remember, God, faith, and reason. It's the latest number one bestseller for Dr. Savage. Pick your copy up at Amazon or in stores. You are listening to The Savage Nation. Savage. It's the Savage Nation, Lou Pate in for Dr. Savage, who's kind of always here in spirit. For those of you who uh, missed it, he joined us at the top of the show and told a brief story, which he will follow up again after the new year on Tuesday, about his two encounters with President Trump. One where he was at Mar-a-Lago and the president had security remove the velvet ropes and ushered him in to uh, sit down privately with him, and then later being invited to a private dinner with the president. I mean, intriguing, impressive. You want to hear the entire story? You be here January 2nd for the Savage Nation. It is must-listen radio. Think about it. Who else Who else in the country is going to have this story? Huh? Private meeting, private dinner? Incredible. So, uh, I, hey, listen, I love being on here for Dr. Savage, and I actually did not want him to stop telling the story. I didn't. He's telling me, I'll give you back the show, and I'm like, no, keep going. And I'm thinking to myself, it's like, man, this is uh, much more interesting than what's going on in the news right now, is it not? So... It, uh, it's out there and we will hear the rest of it on Tuesday. Pretty incredible stuff. As is the book, God, Faith and Reason, which you can still pick up as we head into the new year. No, uh, no political ramblings like all the other guys put out. Very unique, just like a meeting with the president. God, Faith and Reason, the latest in a long line of number one New York Times bestsellers 
for Michael Savage. Don't let your holiday gift cards go to waste. I know I always get a bunch, and unfortunately, I let them go to waste. Don't do that. I'm not going to do it this year. So let's get back to the issue here. Donald Trump, a surprise interview. Of all the places he can go, think of all the media outlets, think of all of the reporters in the pool who are following him around. Why the New York Times? And I first thought to myself, this is incredible. Why is he giving these people the time of day? They stab him in the back like the Ides of March, March 1st, Julius Caesar all the time. And then it clicked on me. That's why he's president. And I'm not because <laughs> I wouldn't have given the New York Times the time of day. But looking back on it now, it's the businessman. It's the negotiator. It's why burn that bridge if you don't have to? Yes, I know they're going to stick a knife in my back. Every single opportunity that they get, it's the New York Times after all, it's not even a newspaper anymore, it's activism journalism. And, but, you get a feel for them, they get a feel for you. And I have been in the presence of Donald Trump, I've been in the same room with him numerous times when I worked in construction and, uh, and they were building Trump Tower, but I've never spoken to the man. But he's very affable to be around. So I can only imagine in talking with him as he's engaging with these reporters from the New York Times that they can only help but like him. Even if they despise his policies, even if they don't agree with where he's taking the country, even if they like to see him impeached, uh, they still, you cannot come away without liking him. And I think that's part of the charm. And that is part of the strategy. If they only meet me, they'll like me. That's what I say. And I'd like to know what you think. 855-400-SAVAGE. Let's get to the phones because this is the last Savage Nation of the year before New Year's. So if you want to get in, you're going to get in now. Let's go to Mike at WVFT, excuse me, WVFT in Florida. Mike, welcome to the Savage Nation with Lou Pate. Hey, Lou, you're doing a great job. We thank you for filling in. Oh, thank you. I want to say how exciting that news was, and to hear from from Uncle Mike there, who came in with this with this amazing story, is just is it's flabbergasting. It's, it's actually it's, it's so historical. It's beyond historical. It's biblical. This kind of uh, of influence that he, an opportunity that he's been granted, and even having uh, Christmas Eve dinner with the president, and then a subsequent lunch, and getting these phone calls. This story is just so uh, incredible, amazing that it will go down in the annals of history, and, and the opportunity that Mike has to influence and engage uh, uh, government policymakers on, on environmental policy is, is just tremendous. I mean, and what a, what a, what a, a blessed soul and, and good karma Mike is to, to be you, a... You, you know what it is, and it's an important point that he made, is that we, as conservatives, we care about the environment. Not The, the left doesn't have a monopoly on the environment, Mike. It's that, but the media has put this perception out there, and sadly, perception is reality. You know, I care about the environment. I care about clean air. Who doesn't? We're all here on planet Earth. We all have to breathe the same air and, and drink the same water. I'm a lover of dogs, as is as is Doctor Savage. Um, you know, I always I joke around on my website that I have uh, I like I like dogs better than most people I meet, and you know that to to think that people who or on the right, whether it's moderate right or conservative, hardcore conservative right, you think that, you know, we don't care about the environment, and that perception has to be changed. And, hey, if it's going to start with Dr. Savage and the president, it can't be a better place, can't be a better um, bullhorn than there, right, Mike? 
Amazing, amazing significance and 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 uh, substantive uh, opportunity for some for some kind of change that would be such a good uh, you know for nature and and good for our image of uh, of Republican Party. You're absolutely right. So all right, Mike. Happy New Year to you and your family. Thank you. You too. Thank you very much. Do appreciate it. Mike over there at WVFT in Tallahassee, Dr. Savage's affiliate on the other side of Florida. Let's get back to my home of WABC in New York, a place where I actually once worked as a producer, an overnight phone screen. And boy, I really started out in the dark and the depths. <laughs> David at WABC, welcome to the Savage Nation. How are you? Hi, happy New Year. I like happy New Year. Dr. Savage for his concerns about the environment, wildlife, and the rainforest. I think the, wild, the rainforest, especially wildlife in general, is very important for humans. Uh, we're going to evolve. So now I want to go on to Trump and Trump's uh, the FBI investigation probe. And uh, so I've been doing a lot of research on it, and I think that the FBI investigator, the, the number one person that is probably going to bring Trump down is a guy named Felix Sacker. Uh, there is overwhelming evidence that a number of Trump's business partners were, were in fact, members of the Russian mafia. David, David, David. Well, David, David, no, hold on, David. You and I both know, you're delving into tinfoil hat conspiracy land here. You and I both know that Hillary took over the DNC, funneled all the money to herself and not Bernie Sanders, and used the DNC money to pay for that dossier, which with each passing day is proving to be fraudulent. I mean... You go, come on, you're, you're going to go with this Russian mafia. What sounds like an HBO special? You're, you're, you're making yourself sound foolish. Well, it's very simple. Anyone could just Google it, type in Trump and Russian mafia. Uh, all right, I'll put it to you this way, David. Let me put it to you this way. <clears throat> I worked in construction in New York City for a number of years before getting into radio. Okay, And in dealing in the construction industry in New York City, because you're dealing with the unions, you have to overlap with people who are related to organized crime. It's just that it's the price of doing business. You're not doing anything illegal, but you have to deal with these people. At the time, they controlled the unions. I don't know about now. Long story short, if someone was to, if I was to run for Congress or the Senate, say, hypothetically, someone could do a background check on me and say, oh my God, he had dealings with mobsters back in New York City. I mean, the same stretch can be made. Do you see what I'm saying? David, you see that? I mean, that, that's, that's what everything goes. Russian mafia, and he's Trump's business partner. One of Trump's. I'm just, I'm just saying, yes, I'm, I'm just saying, it's the same thing. Come on, David, thanks for your call. You're, you know, you're, you're stretching it there. You want it to be true. Everybody knows that right now Robert Mueller is just scrambling around, still searching for hope, hoping to find that diamond in the rough, but there's none. So now they're also trying to save face. It's, you know, the cat's out of the bag. The emperor has no clothes. But anyway, you, you can keep going down that road, but it's just going to lead you astray. You know, it's like I have a, a Russian family who lives down the street. And if I, like 10 years ago, didn't put enough postage on an envelope, they'll say, well, Russians live down the street. He didn't put enough postage on an envelope. Well, let, let's get him for mail fraud. <laughs> Jim at KBOI, welcome to the Savage Nation. How are you? Hopefully the air is crisper and clearer than uh, the air that David is breathing in New York City, Jim. Well, I hope it is, too. Uh, I'm here in the central United States. I also run a farm. So I deal with the environment quite a little bit. 
and I deal with the rules that are surrounding that they're imposing upon us with the environmentalism that's done. And so little of real science has been done, or what I want to call complete science, where they look at the total package. And let's hope that his influence in God, faith, and reason can apply to this. We've seen some spectacular things with Donald Trump rolling back some regulations that truly do help, that truly do help people. So not let's not forget that there is going to be people at the end of these regulations, not just an animal. And I appreciate Dr. Savage being involved, and I hope he does bring reason to the conversation. Listen, thank you very much, uh, Jim. Do appreciate you calling in from KBOI. Listen, before we get back to the phones, I also wanted to point out and uh, elaborate on, on f- further with, with which way Donald Trump is going. There is all of these regulations that Donald Trump is getting rid of pertaining to the environment. A lot of them are put together falsely by the Obama administration, okay? And it's just called junk science. And it's there's a report that just came out that studies behind Obama regulations have come under fire. And it says right here, and I quote, scientific studies used by the Obama administration to help justify tough environmental regulations are coming under intensifying scrutiny with with critics questioning their merit as the Trump EPA reverses or delays some of those rules. Now, let me give you an example. It goes on, and I quote, In one case, agencies determined the research used to prop up a ban on pesticide was questionable. On another front, the Environmental Protection Agency never complied with the congressional subpoena for the data used to justify most Obama administration air quality rules. So we need an honest look at what is going on with the environment. Again, to think that because someone is not a crazy left-wing Berkeley tree-hugging liberal that you're you hate the environment but that is what is put out there by the media and that's what many people believe a lot of the global warming a lot of the environmental um, environmental regulations that we are living with under obama were there under false pretenses and they think they're doing well for the environment they think they're doing well for humankind but they're really not okay a lot of it is just overreaching environmental activists pushing their own narrative and that basically doesn't do well for people on either side because we all breathe the same air and it certainly does it, it wastes a lot of money that could be being spent on real issues that come to as dr savage talked to donald trump about which he will elaborate on on tuesday let us get back to the phones uh, oh no let's take a quick break and then uh, no let's go to kenny kenny wabc i'm sorry kenny how are you welcome to the savage nation all right, great show, and it's great to talk to this giant uh, audience. I always felt that the Russians would, would mess with us. They would try to kill all our crops and kill all our livestock instead of play with some nonsensical election. It's more scary to think if they were trying to tamper with our election, where was Obama's national security? <laughs> they didn't know about it. That's even more scary. But the thing is, you brought up, you were in construction in New York State. But I'm going to make a point to you how people's priorities are so messed up in this country. You talked about construction. In New York City, we have one of the biggest strikes of all time right now, the IBW, Local 3, cable TV guys, the Spectrum, out 10 months. They want to take away their pensions and their health care benefits. This company has a backlog of work now because it is nonsensical strike. Put these people out in the street. This corporation's made billions of dollars. 
This is union busting, and this is windfall profits on the backs of 1,800 striking workers. Those are misguided priorities, not these nonsensical uh, investigations going on that just muddy the waters. We have a country that is being invaded every day. Every enemy of America has their people inside America. They have their cells in here. You have these lone wolf lunatics running around. We just can't take, absorb large scoops of populations and just stick them in the United States and not know who's in this country. Because what they're trying to do is make you a foreigner inside your country. What you're talking about, whether the air is clean. This country takes care of the air and the water better than anyone in the world. That is true. Where else? Okay. That is true, but we need to do a better job, but it shouldn't infringe on people making a living, too, that we can find a happy medium. No, we don't want it. Of course not. But we, we are people. We, we plant trees. We knock trees down. We do so much stuff, but we've neglected the worker. New York City, you've been at, you just be looking at New York City, right? Yeah, sure. I'm, I like Dr. Savage. I'm from the Bronx. Right. Where are you from in the Bronx? Pelham Bay Park. Oh, you're from Pelham Bay. Okay. Last stop on the number six train. Uh, number two, okay. That's Pelham Bay Station there. Yep. Pelham one, two, three. That's <laughs> the number six train coming out of Pelham Bay Station at 125. Listen, we have our priorities mixed up. We have to get out. New York City is a third world infrastructure. Let's put those, because you were a construction worker. I know a lot of guys, let's put them back to work, those great union craftsmen, and get this city into the 21st century. Let's end that nonsensical strike with spectrum that people should know. 1,800 workers out 10 months. What kind of Christmas did they have? Let's really think about makes it. makes you think about yeah, like you said, all the money being wasted on this invest dossier investigation. On just quickly, Kenny, because I got to run. You got like fifteen seconds to explain, and I apologize. IBEW, the electrical local three, that's a very powerful union. How come they can't uh, get over the hump? Well, well, they're dealing with a strike now. If the, if the person comes from the negotiating table and and wants to tell you we're getting rid of your pension and getting rid of your health care benefits, that's not negotiations. They are a powerful union. They will remain a powerful union. And the union, and they are just hardworking union people. All right. The reputation. I got it. All right. No, I got it. I got it. I many friends, Local 3. All right, Kenny, thanks for the insight. Do appreciate it. Let's take a quick break. 855-400-SAVAGE. This is the home of God, faith, and reason. And you should bring God, faith, and reason into your home as well on Amazon or in retail stores. Before the end of the year or after the first of the year, you will not be disappointed. Just another one in a long list of Dr. Savage's latest New York Times bestsellers. You are listening to Lou Pate here with you on The Savage Nation. It's the Savage Nation, Lou Pate sitting in for Dr. Savage, and at the top of the hour, we're going to continue taking your calls, 855-400-SAVAGE, and pick up a copy of God, Faith, and Reason in stores and online. Trump's New York Times interview, should he have talked with them? That and a lot more here on the Savage Nation. Savage. Warning, the Savage Nation contains adult language, adult content, psychological nudity. Listener discretion is advised. Now, here he is, winner of the National Radio Hall of Fame Award, Michael Savage. It's the Savage Nation, Lou Pate filling in for Dr. Savage along with Team Savage. Robert and Clint are here as we steamroll towards 2018. Can you believe it? 
the last Savage Nation show of 2017, and the opportunities never end to pick up a copy of God, Faith, and Reason. Be sure to pick up Dr. Savage's latest New York Times bestseller available in stores and online. And a great idea would be to use your holiday gift cards. You know they go to waste. We all do it. We are all guilty of that. So put it to good use and pick up God, Faith, and Reason. There's a reason it is number one on the New York Times bestseller list. But uh, we're going to be kicking off a new year here on Tuesday at the Savage Nation. Dr. Savage will be back. And for those of you just joining us, he made an appearance here earlier in the show and uh, told a story about meeting Donald Trump at Mar-a-Lago and going beyond the, the private section. Security, uh, The president had security removed the velvet ropes. And Dr. Savage went and sat down with the president, and it gets even better. Then he is invited to a private dinner with the president, and he will elaborate. He touched on it today, a tease, if you will. He touched on it today, and he will tell the entire story comes Monday. Pretty fascinating stuff. Um, I actually, he left me wanting more, and then I have to do the whole show. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, follow that one up. President's not calling me, although if he wants to, you can and he can. Eight five five four hundred Savage. But it's going to be um, a great follow up, and you'll be here for the kickoff of 2018 for the Savage Nation. Uh, in the meantime, President Trump sat down with Michael Schmidt. He is a columnist for the New York Times, a reporter, and talked with him for about a half hour. And no big news was really made, but some people were trying to, um, you know. Read between the lines. Of course, all of those on the left, the activist journalist at the New York Times, or as the president calls it, the failing New York Times, want to know about the dossier and where do you feel about the investigation? And, you know, they made it up two weeks ago that he's going to fire Robert Mueller. But basically, on Robert Mueller and the investigation, Trump said, and I quote, it doesn't bother me because I hope that he's going to be fair. I, I think he's going to be fair. There's been no collusion, but I think he's going to be fair. And everybody's trying to read between the lines by what does he think? What does he say when he says, I think he's going to be fair? Thinks he's going to be fair. In other words, I'm not firing him. Okay, that's that's the takeaway from there. I'm not firing him. And this interview had people actually counting the number of times he used the word collusion. Everybody's talking about 16, 16, 16. The number of times he used the word collusion. What does that mean? He's got collusion on the brain. Collusion is living rent-free in his head. No. It's just that if you were the president and someone made up a story about you, how would you like it if you were at your workplace and someone made up a story about you and then spread it around and a bunch of high-profile people with a big bullhorn, a.k.a. the media, is spreading it as if it's true because that's what they want it to be? You wouldn't like it either. So we all know that this Russia investigation is going nowhere. It's just a matter of how does Robert Mueller get out of this without ruining his career and making this be his legacy. As I said many months ago here on the Savage Nation, somebody has to go to jail in order for him to, for Robert Mueller to come out unscathed. They're not going to get Trump. They're not going to get anybody near Trump. They'd love to get Rob, uh, Donald Trump Jr. Uh, basically, I always ask, who's going to be the Scooter Libby? Remember when they went after Dick Cheney and they couldn't get him? Scooter Libby had to go to jail. So, but I do, I do understand the president's thinking and going and talking with the New York Times. But 
you know, I still question it. I still question it. Do you, and I ask you, do you think that the president should have gone to see the New York Times? Should he have talked to someone else? Should he have talked to, you know, the Washington Examiner, the Daily Caller? You know, there's a number of conservative, Breitbart, Newsmax. There's a lot of conservative sites out there that he could have talked to. Why go to the enemy? I understand why, but... He's not a man who gives interviews. He's not a man who gives a lot of interviews. He's not a man who gives a lot of press conferences. So, you know, they didn't earn it. You know, they didn't earn it. Remember the old Smith Bonnie commercial? They make money the old fashioned way. They earn it. They didn't earn this interview. And, uh, they're probably trying to find a way to spin it to make it negative. But obviously, the president, I speak Trump. He's from Queens. I'm from the Bronx. So I speak Trump. And those at, uh, Listening to WABC, Dr. Savage's flagship in New York, know exactly what I'm talking about when I say he uh, he speaks Trump. So we're going to keep the phones open for that. If you'd like to comment on the New York Times interview, not really much that has come out of it. You know, we can hit on all the points, um, you know, saying how he has the right to do whatever he wants to do with the Justice Department, how he feels on loyalty and how Eric Holder protected President Obama and his views on running again in 2020 and how he feels about China and what's going on with North Korea. I mean, there's just so much that he talked about pertaining to, you know, doing what presidents do. So if you'd like to comment on that and whether he should have talked to the New York Times or not, you can give us a shout here. Uh, but we also want to ask you, as the end of the year is upon us and a new one coming, what do you want to see from President Trump in 2018? Eight five five four hundred savage eight five five four hundred seven two eight two. Is it a wall? Is it the economy? Is it is it something with DACA? Is it infrastructure? You know anything? I want to know what what lights a fire in your gut. What is the issue that you want that you voted for him for that he has yet to address? Maybe harsher on immigration. What is it? Maybe even more tax cuts. What is it going to be? And also like to know your thoughts on 2018. The, the media wants the Republicans to take a beating, and it is tradition that the party in power does lose seats. I gotta go with, you know, there are people out there speculating that, you know, obviously it remains to be seen, see what's gonna happen in 2018, but I do think that the momentum going into 2018 with the tax cut, getting rid of the Obama mandate, drilling in the Anwar, putting up 12 circuit court justices, which no one has even come close to doing a quarter of, is pretty impressive. He's got the Democrats who are not raising a lot of money right now on defense. They are back on their heels. The Republicans are raising a lot of money in the ramp up to the 2018 midterms. So it'll be interesting to see which way it goes. But at the end of the day, it comes down to the individual districts and how it's going to play out in smaller districts all around the country. I think the Republicans will keep the House, the Senate. It remains it's the actions and the activities and the news cycle of 2018 will truly decide that Al Franken will be gone and Doug Jones will be in and we'll see what happens with the other seats who might retire, who might die, who might get caught up in scandal. Sexual harassment is still out there. I'm sure there's plenty more heads that are going to roll on that one as well. So think about that. And then also we want to talk about. Trump's biggest wins. What are his biggest wins of 2017, the first year? Neil Gorsuch? Remember, that was so early, people don't even remember that. 
But he took over, got the seat vacated by Justice Scalia when he died suddenly. But the travel ban, even though it keeps getting knocked down, it, it's, a, it's an accomplishment that we got people talking about it. Killing ISIS. Is that a big one? Is terrorism high on your list? He's decimated ISIS. You don't hear about any of this on fake news outlets, CNN and MSNBC. They don't talk about it. It's always Russia this, Russia that, the latest scandal. We don't like the way he slips his shoes on. Did you see the knot on his tie? Oh, my God, who ties a knot like that? I mean, they really, I mean, I made that up, That those last few things, to, to be facetious. But they really do make up stupid stuff like that. Do you remember? Oh, Donald Trump gets one scoop of ice cream while his, gets two scoops of ice cream while his guests get one. He gets Diet Coke while they all drink water. I mean, these are reports that actually were on CNN and MSNBC. And we know from Dr. Savage when he met with uh, Donald Trump earlier in the year, they had what became known as the Ice Cream Summit. I think Dr. Savage said he had four scoops of chocolate ice cream. He was on a sugar high the whole night. <laughs> he said he hadn't had that much ice cream in, in, in one sitting since he was a child. So, um, you know, the media makes up a lot of foolishness, and I'd like to know from you what you think. 855-400-SAVAGE, the Trump interview with New York Times, Michael Schmidt. Should he have talked to the New York Times? What are Trump's biggest wins for me? Well, I'll tell you that when we come back from the break a little later, because I want to get to the phone calls. I'll tell you what I think his biggest accomplishment is. Kind of hinted at it already, but they're so numerous, it's kind of hidden in there. And what do you expect from Trump in 2018? I'll tell you what I, I'll tell you my main concern right now is the economy because I worry about my own wallet, but also immigration and DACA. But we'll elaborate on that a little later. Let's get to the phones here on the Savage Nation, 855-400-SAVAGE. Colorado Springs, Ron, KVOR, a beautiful part of the country. Welcome to the Savage Nation. How are you? Talking to me. No, I'm Tom. What am I, Travis Bickle? I don't see anybody else here. Remember that? Taxi driver? Do you remember that? That was a good scene. Yes, Ron, all kidding aside, I'm talking to you. Okay, but I'm not in Colorado Springs, but I'm in Reno, Nevada. But uh, anyway, I what I think Mr. Trump ought to do before just about anything is do something with a new tax thing. He's... Uh, Kind of messed up uh, insurance, health insurance. Because In what, how he, he all he did was give people the opportunity to make their own mind up whether they want to have Obamacare or not. How is giving somebody free thought? How is that messing up health care? Well, I shouldn't say he messed it up, but I mean, there's going to be a lot of people now that you don't really have a choice thanks to Obama. Um, you either don't have it or you have Obamacare for the most part. Um, yeah, but what's that got to do with President Trump? Come on. Well, I think he needs to to uh, get some kind, either go back to the way it was before Obama messed up everything, or get something where people have reasonably, reasonably polarized, insurance care so these people are not left. Hey, listen, Ron, they tried. And for that, I direct you southwest from where you are residing right now to Arizona. And John McCain, 
who held the fate of replace and repeal in his hands, and instead he chose to vote to keep Obamacare, which gave a 117% increase in for the people in Arizona. That is not leadership. John McCain is not a leader. I know, I know he's sick right now, and we're not supposed to say anything about that, but I'm not commenting on his illness. I wouldn't wish brain cancer on anybody. It's very sad for him and his family. I'm talking about his actions when he was on the floor. He was a petty little man who put thumbs down because he didn't like Donald Trump. And in doing so, he screwed the people of Arizona by voting in basically a 117% increase in health care for them, 46% in Illinois, and, and it goes on and on around the nation. So uh, John McCain and, and, and Murkowski up there in Alaska are, are the reason that we still have Obamacare. It could be gone. Uh, Donald Trump, he kept his promise. It was the Republicans in Congress who screwed us. But we'll take a quick break, but thank you for your call, Ron. Do appreciate it. Remember, you still have a chance. You can get God, faith, and reason. Be sure to pick up a copy of Dr. Savage's latest New York Times number one bestseller in stores and online. Do not let your holiday gift cards go to waste. Pick up a copy of God, faith, and reason. Trust me, you have my word. You will not be disappointed. This is the Savage Nation. My name is Lupe. Savage. Welcome back to the Savage Nation. Lou Pate here with you, along with Robert, along with Clint. It is a team effort here at the Savage Nation as we roll towards 2018, talking about a lot of different things. Trump's biggest wins of 2017, his New York Times interview, and what do you the listeners to the Savage Nation expect from President Trump in 2018. Mike KLIF in Dallas. Welcome to the Savage Nation. How are you? I'm fantastic. Thank you. Well, I think uh, one top priority for President Trump in 2018, and this is really this really needs to be kind of fast tracked. Is uh, it's time to start uh, getting that wall cleared. And okay through Congress and, uh, we're gonna have to get on this immigration situation because if our economy gets better, well that's a magnet for the illegals and here they're gonna come flooding in by another few million. That's an excellent point. There was also reports this week that uh, the influx of illegals coming in south of San Diego in uh, Chula Vista uh, is, you know, it, it's, incre- it's increasing now. There was a lull. It was down like 40 percent at one point, Mike, during the year. And now they're, uh, you know, they're starting to come back because, as you say, the economy's doing well here. We've got the Dow uh, sitting at 25, just on the cusp of 25. I don't know, did it hit 25 today? It was right at like 25, 8 or 9 before. I don't know if it actually hit it. And, uh, you know, good economy brings people where the jobs are. But the, he's working on it, Mike. But Congress, as Robert says here at the Savage Nation, they move, moving at the speed of Congress, which is like slower than a snail, he, they're, they're, he's got to work with them. They're going to talk about DACA, and the Democrats are going to negotiate. They want the Dreamers to get a pass, and I think President Trump is uh, going to negotiate on that in order to get his funding for this wall. Uh, down south of San Diego, uh, by Chula Vista over there, they're doing the uh, prototypes for the wall, Mike, and they have they have contractors who are bidding on them. Of course, some blue states, Mike, Illinois, Ari- uh, not Arizona, but Arizona's a red state. But California, New York, Rhode Island, Illinois. There's actually the this, this cities and states there are forming boycotts against any contractors who work on the wall. 
That's liberalism in America, Mike. What are you going to do? But no, you're hitting on a lot of things there. Well, I mean, you're correct what you said, and I agree. That's the problem. In fact, to be honest, I think most Americans, especially conservatives, are completely baffled by the lack of common sense in Congress. There are dreamers and there are nightmares. The idea <laughs> border is determine who is who before they come in. Uh, there, yeah, sure. Some of them are dreamers. We all know that. I'm good with the dreamers. I'm good with the. Hard Don't did. Hey, Mike. Mike, yeah. thanks for calling in from Dallas. Don't kid yourself. Uh, the problem that uh, Trump has is the Republicans. Mitch McConnell, Paul Ryan, they're like the senators who stabbed Julius Caesar in the back. The Ides of March, I said earlier. God, Faith, and Reason is the book you want to pick up for the new year. Dr. Savage's latest New York Times number one bestseller in stores and online. You can use your holiday gift cards. Do not let them go to waste. Pick up. God, faith, and reason. Lou Pate here with you. This is the Savage Nation. Savage. It's the Savage Nation. Lou Pate sitting in for Dr. Savage. As it's chilly all around the nation, except for in Southern California and uh, down here in South Florida. You can keep warm with God, Faith, and Reason, the perfect book to snuggle up with. And you can pick up the latest copy of Dr. Savage's New York Times bestseller in stores and online. And I keep saying use your holiday gift cards because if you put them in the drawer, under the socks, you're never going to use it. So the season is over, but the season for God, Faith, and Reason is never over. And again, it is well worth your time. You're going to call me up and thank me. You'll find me and say thank you. In the meantime, coming up on Tuesday, Dr. Savage appeared right here on his own show at the top of the show and shared with us a very uh, unique and intriguing experience he had with President Trump on two occasions. So if you want to hear the rest of the story, Dr. Savage will kick off the new year of the Savage Nation on Tuesday with a story that no one else can tell. Two meetings, two phone calls with President Trump. And uh, he's going to fill in the blanks for us there. It's going to be uh, must-listen radio comes Monday. But right now we're talking about President Trump and his New York Times interview, his biggest wins of 2017. Was it the late, the late drive for taxes? For me, it was the 12 circuit court justices that were confirmed. That is a record. No one has come close. Not Bill Clinton, not neither of the Bush presidents, Obama. They're all around three, two, three, and four. I think the most was four. He got 12. Add in Justice Gorsuch to the, um, to the mix. And it was a quite a year of the bench for President Trump, but also not just looking back on what his biggest wins were for 2017, what do you want to see from him in 2018? For me, it's going to be DACA. I want to see the wall begin to be built. I want to see Congress give him the funding. But with DACA, yeah, I'm not looking to hurt anybody, but you can't just jump the line over people who have waited years. There has to be some penalty. I always use the the analogy, if if parents rob a bank and get caught, should the children be allowed to keep the money? No. So... In this case, the parents came here illegally, the, the children, innocent bystanders, but guilty technically nonetheless, and there should be some ramification. There should be some penalty, whether it's military service, whether it's 
community service. You know, we can come up with something. But think about all the people from all around the world and the Hispanic nations who have come here and waited in line to become citizens for three, four, five, six years. Is it fair that you just get to jump the line because your parents broke the law? Think about it. You wouldn't want anybody jumping a line in front of you. Let's get back to the phones. We head back to my native town, New York, WABC, Dr. Savage's flagship in New York. Bobby, welcome to the Savage Nation with Lou Pate. How are you? All right, Lou. I'm just going to let you know I get my news from Saturday Night Live, Med Magazine, and the National Enquirer. And, uh, wait, wait, what about The Onion? Well, no, nah, those three are enough for me. I, really, I love those. <laughs> you have to, you have to add the onion to that mix. And Mad Magazine, I think, was leaning toward Hillary during the campaign. I was, you know, what are we going to do? But you're a Bronx boy. Savage is a Bronx boy. I'm a yes. Bronx boy. But you notice one thing I like about you: you don't say I'm from the South Bronx. There's other talk show hosts now who live in the Bronx. They claim they're from the South Bronx, but I know the neighborhoods they're from. They're not from this. They're trying to talk. Act like they're tough or some like these guys yeah. from Brooklyn. They say I'm from Brooklyn. I, they left Brooklyn when they were two weeks old. That's what I'm going to do for them. I'm, gonna walk I'm from the South Bronx and I'm from Brooklyn. I'm the tough guy. But you know, and what no, listen, I'm, I'm 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 from the Bronx. I'm from the north, the northeast corner up there, right where the Bronx touches Westchester County, Orchard Beach, Pelham Bay Park, and that was uh, it. Still is a, a nice part of the Bronx. That's God's country over there. Anyway, getting back to uh, the what I think should be done, this country never fully utilized its rail system. We have to really do that, get that infrastructure going. We also have to um, consider all these jobs that left the country. Whatever reason they left, we have to make it more appealing for companies to stay here. And I believe with the new technology, and technology is moving so fast, that a lot of these jobs will come back here. But we cannot be, we cannot have a, an open border situation because the whole world is coming here. People have to realize that everybody wants to come here. And, you know, they come here, it's like, you know, all right, we're the most hospital people in the world. We're nice, friendly. We've given our blood and treasure. They come here, they start rearranging the furniture in our home. That's nonsense. Also, I heard you speaking to a gentleman before about local pre IBEW. People should know that is one of the most charitable unions, because I'm in the city a lot of times, they volunteer their time and their labor, and they build smart homes for wounded warriors, folks. And when that double storm Sandy hit, the local three IBW members were on the ground, wherever they got hit hard, volunteering, helping people. You ask some of those older people out there how those individuals from local three helped them out when they were frightened during that storm. That The TV and the pictures did no justice to that. And as we're speaking hey, now... Hey, Bobby, let me jump in. Let me jump in and tell you. I, I, I can vouch for what you say, because my father was a carpenter by trade. And he had 48 years uh, in the Carpenters Union, and and that's that's how I, I know a lot of the union members. All you know, they're the salt of the earth. They're hardworking, good people, and uh, you know that it, it's it's unfortunate that that many of the unions have been co-opted by the uh, Democratic Party. But a lot of a lot of them have seemed to they broke away for Trump this last election. Well, the, the bottom line here is let's not let's not say the the unions this. You know, it's easy to classify people and lump people into sums. These are hardworking Americans. They're they in- are no, but I'm saying the fat cats. You yeah. know, but you know, Bobby, the fat cats who run the unions. Um, 
all all contribute to democratic causes. I'm not talking about the individual union members, the hardworking plumbers, electricians, steam fitters, carpenters, electricians, painters. I'm not talking about the individual working guys, many of which are my friends and relatives. I'm talking about the fat cats. They have the union rallies, the um, you know SEIU. You know you know the you know the deal. You know the way it works. Yeah, but the corporate executives are fat cats too. I never like to tell these corporate executives, "Hey, you want to cut back? Stop bringing your girlfriends on all those trips you take there. <laughs> hey, take your wife there." That's why I like True. those guys. And you know, some as we're speaking, those local three members are volunteering right now down in Puerto Rico. You know, they were going to restore power. They're down there, from what I heard, they're clearing roads down, delivering food. That's how bad it is. I'm sure. Listen, like I said, I know a lot of hardworking union guys, but you can't, you can't deny. The I, I've, I've witnessed it myself, the corruption in the unions in the construction industry in New York City, both, you know, mafia, politician and the fat cats at the top of a lot of the unions. I've witnessed it. Listen, you know, the way you're talking, now, this is, you can write a, a, make a movie out of what you're saying. There is corruption. Believe me, with what I witnessed alone, and I'm only the tip of the iceberg, I could write a book that would make The Godfather and The Sopranos pale. Yeah, but you know what? The, the bottom line here is there's a lot of hardworking people out there, whether they're union or not union. You're always going to have corruption. But the, what about the corporate guys who sent all our jobs overseas? That's not corruption. That's the most corrupt thing in the world, to tell an American, hey, listen, don't worry about anything. We're sending all your jobs overseas. That's nonsense. And the bottom line, too, is... And that is true, but that hit the factories. That hit the factories in the in the Midwest harder than it hit the you know the New York City construction unions. Right, the Rust Belt. Pat Buchanan ran for president. He he didn't really realize how bad it was. So those guys down in there in Wheeling, West Virginia, came up to him. These are hardworking guys, right. veterans, combat veterans. Listen, they, blue blue collar working guys. You'll never find me criticizing them at all. I'm I'm not. I'm not. But Bobby, I got to run. But thank you very much. Do appreciate it. No, we're on the same page. I'm not bad mouthing the working guys in New York. I couldn't. They'll next time I go home, they'll give me a beat down. But they're the hardworking guys, but they are surrounded by a lot of corruption. They really are. Let's get to Patricia. Back to Dallas, K-L-I-F. Patricia, welcome to the Savage Nation, and thank you for holding. I know you've been there for a while. Hey, Patricia. Hello. Hi. How are you? How can I help you? I'm fine. I didn't put the phone down. <laughs> I was I'm sorry. Um, this is uh, Patricia Hollis, and I'm in Fort Worth, Texas, and okay. I love the show. I'm... You're doing a great job. Thank you. For Dr. Savage. I uh, started praying and realizing in 2013 about the Keystone Pipeline. It's like if you took a map of the United States and you drew a line right down the heart of the country, and that oil, it's like the heartbeat. To me, it's like the heartbeat of America. I think... I know for a fact, because I have a little book out on uh, Amazon Kindle called Five Reasons for Judgment, which answers... It's like the, it's like the aorta, Patricia. It's like the, the heart, the heart, and it's the, the pipeline is the aorta. We break, exactly, and we break away our dependency on the Middle East, and we have, there are some tough times coming for America. I know this, mark my words, I know this for a fact. And that's what well, the econ- economy is cyclical, so there's good times and bad times. What are you basing that on, Patricia? What am I basing it on? I I was a minister 
I had a little ministry called Waters of Life Ministry, and the Holy Spirit told me that correction was coming to America. And I've done some Bible studies. Anyway, I have this little book, and I've sent it. Can you see, Patricia, can you see the future? I know some things that are coming to America. Yes, I do. How does the rest of my career look? That I don't know. I no, you got you got to check in and get back to me on that one. No, no, no. I don't. I think you're you know, you're doing a great job. You're I'm just I'm just I'm just teasing you a little bit. But no, I listen. Bad times are always going to come. Right now, we're on a high, and we have momentum moving in a positive direction. So let's embrace it and all move forward together. Absolutely. Of course, the bubble will eventually burst, but right now we're on the upswing. So let, let's not take the air out of the balloon right now, Patricia. I'm not. I'm not. And this is all preparation. You know, it's like seed time and harvest. It's like uh, in the Old Testament, you know, there would be seven years of famine and seven years of prosperity. And when you're having the seven years of prosperity, it would behoove people to prepare and to store like the ant does. Well, like we were taught when we were little kids, you got to save for a rainy day always. But Patricia, thank you very much. I, I do, I do hear what you're saying. It's like when the good times are flowing, don't just take it for granted that they're always going to be there. Prepare for a rainy day, plant the seeds for next season, so you make sure you have your harvest. I get what you're saying, but right now, let's plan to keep things moving forward in a positive direction. The focus on the economy, focus on national security. Focus on keeping those pipelines, Dakota, Keystone, um, flowing because for seven years, uh, environmentalists along with the president fought and were winning. And then Trump comes along and we have, what, over 860 regulations have been removed, most of them environmentally. So, um, no, just stay positive though. And when, when the bubble starts to burst, we'll, we'll know. But thank you for your call, Patricia. Let's go to John at WABC in New York. John, welcome to the Savage Nation with Lou Pate. How are you? Hey, Lou. Happy New Year's to you. Happy New Year's to Mr. Savage. Great news that he spoke with the president. Twice. Uh, I was going to tell you, it's like, you know, what, 16 degrees over here? So we've had... Yeah, my, my mom told me that. My mom's in New York, and, uh, yeah, my whole family's there. They told me it's freezing. <laughs> Shrinkage. Well, we, we had a little bit above temperature. Now we're down to the 10-degree mark around here somewhere. But this is the point. We got a, half of America right now is frozen. If Donald Trump did not work with Congress to get Anwar going, do you know how bad the speculation on oil prices would be right now? The only reason why I don't think the oil prices are going up that high is because we know we could drill Anwar. If we didn't, in uh, I guess the other uh, person won. I'm pretty sure they would try to have us like sit in our little rooms with no heating oil, and then we'll have to go beg other countries to do what we have to do. And then we end up paying $6 a gallon. Hey, hey, John, i got to keep it short there, but thank you very much. Do appreciate it. Yes, yes, you're right. There is the speculation on oil is what uh, drives the prices, and uh, the ability now that we're going to drill in Anwar, the opening of Dakota and Keystone definitely, definitely helped it. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back. Lou Pate here with you. God, faith, and reason. Be sure to pick up Dr. Savage's latest bestseller in stores and online. Do not let your holiday gift cards go to waste. Lou Pate here with you on the Savage Nation. Savage. It's the Savage Nation, Lou Pate filling in for Dr. Savage along with Team Savage. And if you're holding, please continue to hold. We're going to get to your calls. And if you'd like to get in on the conversation, 
400 Savage. So much going on. Trump's New York Times interview. Trump's biggest wins of 2017. And more for you, the Savage Nation. What do you want to see from President Trump in 2018? Coming up a little later, we'll have our uh, year-end review where we look back and talk about the year that was and look forward to the year that's coming with you, the Savage listeners. 855-400-SAVAGE. And remember to pick up God, Faith, and Reason, Dr. Savage's latest in a long line of New York Times number one bestsellers in stores and online. Do not let your holiday gift cards go to waste Purchase God, Faith, and Reason. You will not be disappointed. Hey, if you're just joining us, Dr. Savage was here at the top of the show and shared a very unique and intriguing conversation that he had, not one, but two, with President Trump at Mar-a-Lago and then later a private dinner with the president. He touched on some of the aspects here. It was fascinating, to be quite honest. I wish I was there, and I wish he could have continued. But he's going to continue on January 2nd, the first Savage Nation show of 2018, talking about something that only he can, because he's the only one who sat down with the president personally on two occasions within a two-day or three-day period of time. And he's going to share the insight that he garnered from there, some of what they talked about, and go from there. It's not going to be the news of the day. It's going to be Dr. Savage's private conversations, two in person. And then Donald Trump called him twice, President Trump. Dr. Savage picks up the phone and he says, it's your friend Donald. I mean, pretty amazing stuff. So he's going to convey the rest of that story right here on the Savage Nation comes uh, January 2nd. What better way to kick off the new year? I mean, come on, President. I wish the President would call me. Give my cell phone number. Call me, President Trump, 855 You get me right now. No, but all kidding aside, I mean, no one is going to have um, a story of talking with the President four times, one being a private dinner. He touched on it. You will hear it. In its entirety, kicking off the new year of the Savage Nation, January 3rd, coming up on Tuesday. In the meantime, if you're holding, please continue to hold. Lou Pate here with you. You are listening to the home of God, faith, and reason, the Savage Nation. Michael Savage, a host like no other. 